Welcome to Texas Businesses on the Rise. I'm Tatiana Chamorro, owner at High Digital Dallas and VP of High Creative. We interview business owners and their journey, dive into the do's, don'ts, and overall experience. We want to empower others by sharing experiences so we get raw and real on what it means to be a business owner. Stick around to the end of the podcast. We'll share great insights and reveal how you can be the next one interviewed. Let's do it. Good morning, everyone. Happy, wonderful Wednesday. I am your host, Genesis Amaris-Kemp, and we are on Texas Businesses on the Rise. Today, we will be talking to Aquila Mendez-Valdez, and she will be telling us about her business, how she got started, and answering a few questions. So this segment is going to be fun, so make sure you have your water, your tea, or your coffee, and let's jump right in. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Hi, how are you, Genesis? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Definitely, uh, you know, happy that it's Wednesday. It's midway through the week. <laughs> yes, hump day. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so um, what would you tell someone who is aspiring to start a business and then just, I guess, well, no, let's rewind that. Tell us a little bit more about your business first so the listeners get to know who you are, and then we'll go into the next question. Sure, yeah. So uh, my name is Akila. I own Oat in Texas, uh, which is a PR and marketing agency, and actually started um, about 10 years ago as a blog. So I was just moving to Texas. I was just kind of getting to know the city that I was in, and I decided to start Um, a blog to do that. And then uh, little did I know that it was going to grow into um, opportunities with brands and companies and all sorts of exciting partnerships. Um, But then when I was pregnant with my second daughter, I decided to go ahead and uh, bring my PR and marketing experience from working with uh, one of the largest agencies in San Antonio for several years, Um, decided to go ahead and bring that experience under one roof. So the blog is now part Uh, blog that's still up and running. And then also the agency where we have clients uh, all over and mainly specialize in uh, marketing with uh, social media marketing, digital marketing, traditional media relations, uh, and then what we call community programming. So those are sort of the three main areas that we specialize in, but um, we do a lot of things now, which is really exciting. Awesome. That is awesome. So I heard that you relocated to Texas. You have previous um, public relations and marketing experience from a big brand in San Antonio. But when you relocated to Texas, where did you move from? So I actually grew up in Indiana. I was born and raised on a farm. My dad still farms there in Indiana. And so grew up very different than the big city of San Antonio, Texas. Um, But I met my husband in college. He is a born and raised San Antonian. And so we uh, went ahead and moved down here after we got married. Um, And we've never left. We really love it here. And, uh, you know, it's been a a great place to build a business and uh, Texas in general. I just uh, can't picture leaving anytime soon. (laughs) I guess a fun question I'll throw in there. um, Because are you still in San Antonio now? Yeah. Yep. We're here. Do you like Ghirardelli on the Riverwalk, the chocolate place and ice cream? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I do. I actually um I went when I was in high school, we went to the original, I think the original Ghirardelli's in San Francisco, right? And I think we went there when I was in uh, a volleyball tournament um way back in high school and uh, got to experience that and uh, of course, yeah, chocolate's a no-brainer anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere I can get that, I'm in. <laughs> awesome. That was like our fun little question. And I guess um, for all the women out there who are aspiring to be in business, but they don't know where to start, or maybe they're having fear, um, what is some advice that you would give to that woman that may be listening to this podcast, or maybe even man, or maybe even men, um, that they need that inspiration to kind of help them jump over that hurdle to just, you know, fight the, bu- fight the bullet and just do it as Nike would say, what, what's some advice? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I always, it always cracks me up when people say like, I've always thought about starting this or I've always thought about doing this. And I think the biggest thing is to just start. I think it's always going to suck at the beginning. That's like the <laughs> biggest thing that people need to understand about starting a business is in, in any creative pursuit too, you know, you're always going to be terrible at something when you first start and you're going to make mistakes and learn along the way. So there's never going to be a time when every single piece is in place and you feel 100% prepared. It's always going to feel like you're building the parachute on the way down and, and jumping out of that plane, but you have to do it. And there's no other way to, you know, be able to call yourself a business owner than to just start and then you can do it. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think people realize how easy it truly is to, to go ahead and just make that leap and start your own business. And then you'll figure out the rest along the way. So I guess that brings me, um, Akila, to one of the questions is what were some of the struggles that you face when starting your business? Because it is something scary, especially from someone who may be leaving their corporate nine to five bread and butter, but they just mm-hmm. want more fulfillment. They really want to tap into their purpose and fuel their passion. What were your struggles and how did you overcome them? Yeah, I think uh, I always tell the story about when I was just getting ready to kind of start out on my own, I made a list of, I think, like five, you know, prospects that I had an idea. I, you know, I knew they needed our services. I knew they would be able to afford this budget. I knew they would sign on within 30 days. And then I was done. Like, that was my game plan. That was, you know, what was going to happen for sure. And I just had no idea that the journey was actually going to be far more of a slower process. It was going to be more ups and downs. It's not always going to be that perfect direct, you know, um, here's that perfect incline to the number or the success metric that you want to hit. Um, so I think having that understanding going in, if I would have been more comfortable with realizing it's going to take time, you're going to have a, a, a bit of a learning curve to figure out who your exact target ideal client is, all of those things would have helped me freak out far less and feel much more comfortable with the journey versus the, you know, horrible uh, sensation that you're failing because it's not all happening overnight. It very rarely happens overnight for anybody. And so if you can simply just expect that it's going to be ups and downs and turns and twists, then it's not as much of a shock to the system. Beautiful. So let me just recap here for the listeners. So if you are inspiring to take that next step, 
take that leap of faith and start your business today. Start now and don't wait for everything else to line up before you start building your brand, your legacy, and your empire. Another tip that Akilah told us is, you know, you have to learn. It's not going to be, you know, always sweet smelling, savory roses. It's not always going to be that plum red color. And that's okay because you're building your brand and it takes time. Just like when you're building a house, you want to make sure your foundation is laid in place before they put up the sheetrock, before they put up all the things that make your house pretty and have all the aesthetics and the qualities that you want. But you can't have those qualities and aesthetics without having a sturdy foundation. So understand what your foundation is. And she just told us that she started with a list so with five things on the list. She wrote down five things that she aspired and wanted in her business. And it wasn't that, you know, upward trend. There, There's going to be some zigzags, but that's okay. You roll and you go with the flow. But the most important thing is you're starting today and you're paving your way for a bigger, better, and brighter future. But if you allow fear, which I like to say false evidence appearing real to grip you. It's also conditioning you to where you're remaining stagnant and you're not taking that leap of faith. You're not jumping out the plane and building your parachute on the way down or opening your parachute. So um, (laughs) make sure you are writing down these nuggets by Akilah because she is giving us some gems today. So let's keep going, Akilah. Did I sum that up good? Yeah. And it's, it's ironic because I think as women, myself very much included, I want to know, you know, what's going to happen. I am very much a, you know, control freak. I'm type A. I don't like the fear of the unknown. And so it's highly ironic that I ended up starting a business where almost everything is uncertain all the time. So I think especially women, we, we hold ourselves back sometimes because we want to know all the answers before we start, or we're scared of that risk. We're scared of losing that, you know, sense of control. Uh, but there's only good things on the other side of that. So you just have to go for it. Yes. I love that. Uh, So I guess, tell us a little bit about your success stories. When did you have that aha moment where you felt like the universe was lining up, the stars, everything, and you're like, yes, I struck gold. Or if you know the movie Home Alone, it's like, Marv, we made it to the top. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, gosh, I think I'm still in that process. I mean, we're you know, several years into having this business, but there's still that daily constant, you know, feeling of you've got to do more, you've got to push for more. So I don't know that we've had that big, you know, massive moment, but I will say, I think, you know, for us, um, getting to the point where we really have built ourselves up to be almost all word of mouth referrals for our business coming in is a huge, huge compliment, I think, to what we've been able to build. Um, you know, every single time that we get an email from somebody saying, Hey, I want to introduce you to so-and-so I think they would be great for you. You would do a great job with their, you know, project that they're working on. That's always to me, the highest compliment. So when we got to that point where we were getting those consistent word of mouth referrals, um, to me felt like we could, uh, really kind of have that, that little mini celebration of feeling like we had, uh, achieved a level of success that I was really proud of. 
That's beautiful because even if it's, you know, small success or big success, success is success is success. And what success looks like to you and your family is going to be different than another person. So we have to, you know, take a step back and do some self-reflection and say, okay, what does success look like for me? What does that feel like? And et cetera. And just, you know, build upon that versus looking at what somebody else else's has and say, oh, okay, they have that. So I want to be successful because we're on the outside looking in and we don't know what they did to get to where they are, you know? So I just want to encourage the listeners is no matter if you're listening to Akila today, or you're listening to me as your host or whoever you listen to, find out what success means to you and make sure you have your morals, your values and um, your heart's desires tied to that. And don't, mm-hmm. you know, deviate because somebody else tells you this is what success looks like. Find it for yeah. yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes, you know, for me personally, I'm, you know, I'm not a, a data statistics, you know, that the whole bookkeeping side of the business and, you know, the numbers uh, game, it doesn't get me as excited nearly as much as realizing like, I have built a business that's flexible enough for me to be able to spend time with my girls, spend time with my family, you know, be flexible with my working hours. I'm not tied to a desk, you know, nine to five at all. Um, So something like that, where it's a more of an intangible, uh, you know, token of success versus, you know, yes, we hit revenue goals. Yes, we, you know, grew in 2020 and we can tell you, you know, our profit loss margins and all that kind of stuff. But for me, the greater thrill is knowing that I'm building something that creates that lifestyle that I want. Uh, and I think that's especially uh, something that resonates with women and, and mothers in particular. That's amazing. And I guess this brings us to our last question where you could um, really drop some more nuggets here. So how do you find yourself, you know, re- retaining your clients as well as attracting new clients. And I heard you earlier mention that referrals and everyone knows that referrals are key. If you do a good job, people are going to tell other people about your business and your business is going to spread like wildfire. So uh, let's dive into that a little bit more while we have six, six minutes remaining. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So for us, you know, we've always, had that benefit of being both our blog and the agency. So um, the blog actually does help with making those connections quite often to new prospects coming in um, where they see us out in the community. They see us connecting with other brands. Um, You know, we have that powerful social media platform to grow from um, so that we're kind of constantly top of mind with people. Um, So even if you're not in the PR and marketing world, but you have a blog or a social media platform and brand that you've built up to uh, be a, a leverage point for your business, I would highly recommend using that as a prospecting tool, whether directly or indirectly. You know, we don't ever uh, on our Oat in Texas, um, you know, Instagram or Facebook or things like that, we don't ever, you know, solicit or, or ask for clients there, but they see what we're doing. They see how innovative we're being on social media. And that I think is exciting and attracts uh, prospects in and of itself. Um, so that's a great opportunity for us. And then uh, the last thing I would say is, you know, connecting. It's been a little bit def- difficult for networking uh, during the pandemic, but, uh, you know, we were very fortunate uh, in the first few years of our business to get connected with some really great organizations. Um, and it's important in your local community or, or wherever your target market is. 
um, to find those organizations that are truly dynamic and exciting and relevant to your industry. Uh, because there are a lot of people out there willing to make connections and introductions and, and help do business together. Um, but there are also a lot of organizations out there that are, are a little bit more, uh, you know, just hype or, or uh, kind of mingling, uh, you know, just to get together for the sake of getting together. And then there are the, the organizations where they truly mean business. So uh, we've been really lucky to find some of those that are effective for us and, and help drive some prospects. And we really enjoy connecting with the community in that way as well. That is beautiful, Akila. So um, it has been such a pleasure talking with you today and learning more about your business. So one more time for the listeners, can you give us the name of your business, how people could get in contact with you if they're interested, and your social media handle? Sure, absolutely. So everything across social media, our website, everything is all going to be Oat in Texas. So it's spelled H-A-U-T-E-I-N, Texas spelled all the way out, dot com. And then we're at Oat in Texas across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. Um, So that's us and would love to connect with anybody, uh, whether on social media or set up some time to chat about what we do. Uh, And we're always happy to help and especially uplift other female entrepreneurs with ideas and thoughts and introductions that we can help make. Um, That's one of our biggest, uh, you know, moments of fulfillment is feeling like we can pass on opportunities, uh, just like, you know, the greats did for us as well when we were starting out. Beautiful. So there you have it, everyone. We had the pleasure of chatting with Aquila Mendez Valdez, and she shared about her business, some of her ups and downs, some successes, and etc. Just a wealth of knowledge. And you see that she is very versatile. She's a mother of two beautiful girls. You know, she's based in Texas. So Texas, um, Texas raised kind of, but she's also a Texas implant, but she, Texas is now her home and she's just eager to, you know, help support other entrepreneurs. And she's big at women supporting women. So that's a big hashtag movement right now. So I want to thank you so much for being on Texas Businesses on the Rise. Once again, I am your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and it has been a pleasure on this wonderful Wednesday. Hey there, this is Tatiana. Thank you so much for listening to Texas Businesses on the Rise. If you are a successful entrepreneur who would like to be on this podcast, please visit highdigital.com slash podcast dash Texas slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. You can also do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media and let them know about the show and include the hashtag Texas Businesses on the Rise. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, highdigital.com slash Dallas. Or follow me directly on LinkedIn and Instagram at Tatiana Chamorro. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.